birthday, Teddy. Soundpods. Yeah. Free Soundpods. Number seven. <laughs> Free Soundpods. Free Soundpods. Episode 104, Three Songs Podcast, March 1st, 2020. Yeah, yeah Bob, how are you doing? Yeah, it's good to hear you. I'm outside in Des Moines. It's 40 degrees. Not beautiful, bad. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mike Hogan here last in Portland. Year, Bob, Bob Nastanovich in Des Moines. Yeah, last year at this time, I was heading out on tour with Odd Pets and Luce Yarnell. Yeah. And we did like a 10-day tour, and it was like... The average temperature was like eight. Oof. I'm thinking like, why don't we do it this year? Because it's gonna be like 55 all yeah. next the next week. You know. So the 40s. burger tip, you know, like, you know, we'll we'll get it together. BurgerTipRecords.com. www.burgerTipRecords.com. Yeah. You know, support the arsenal. You know, like you launched a website. Yeah, I launched a web, website, and like you know, we've done we've done okay. We're off to a yeah. good like you know first like couple of months, but like uh, we need like you know. The help of the listeners. Yeah. So. Good stuff. So, Well, we've got a lot of songs lined up for tonight. I know you brought, normally we bring three songs each. You brought four tonight because it's sort of a special. We lost a couple good ones recently. And I oh, Legends. Wanna, legends of the game. Yeah. You know. Absolute Legends. Um, yeah. And you want to start it. Uh, I think you should. So, yeah, we, we lost David Roback. Um, legendary musician founded three completely amazing bands Rain Parade, Opal, and Mazzy Star. We've played all three on the show. Um, we just yes. lost them last week. Um, Deservedly so. Brilliant guitar player, great singer as well. Yeah. And uh, like pretty much like uh, as LA as it gets. Like one sure. an amazing quote. Uh, uh, and his, you know, I've read a few of his obituaries, but like an amazing quote, like I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it was something along the lines of like, I always felt like a punk rocker, but whenever I made music, it always sounded this way. So it doesn't sound like traditional punk rock. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But he was a punk rocker, David Roback. And this is off the fantastic 1983 album, Emergency Third Rail Power Trip. It's called This Can't Be Today.
Mike. Bob. This is all a dream. Make it go away. <laughs> David Roback, legend. I mean, I, yeah, I first heard that when I was 17 years old, and that was more than punk rock enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, was uh, 1983, you said? Yeah. Amazing album. Yeah. Like, yeah, and like, uh, actually, like, if you go to YouTube, the video for that song is really great. It's obviously a low-budget video, but it's like really fantastic and fits the song really well but uh dead at 61 and uh of cancer and and, uh fantastic musician yeah yeah i mean and a legend i mean you you put it i think absolutely correctly it's it's hard i mean everyone was talking about or at least the headlines i saw said you know mazzy star founder which is true. That's probably what he's best known for, and certainly for that oh, sure, one song. Sure. But you know, I think influentially, he was even more important as the founder of Opal and even Rain Parade. You know, I mean, commercially, Mazzy Star is what he's known for. But I think his influence to so many other bands um, really started well before Mazzy Star. And I think well, I mean, the relationship that he had with Kendra Smith was a special one because, um, you know, she's a fantastic singer. Yeah. From the, the Dream Syndicate and like you know somewhat mercurial personality and like you know the music he made with her, you know, Northern Line and like of course like the incredible album Happy Nightmare Baby, mm-hmm. fan, one of the best SST records of all time, and that's saying a lot. And, uh, I mean, they were a law unto themselves in, like, L.A. Like, they didn't fit, like, the SSD profile. Right. But uh, just a brilliant album. In fact, I, I <laughs> funnily enough, like, I didn't realize its value. And I used to, like, when I DJ, I used to, like, you know, haul it around with me everywhere I, I go. Because, like, you know, so many great songs on it. And uh, I lost it or I, it was stolen. Like, it's very hard to replace. But, it is. Uh, it's not a cheap record. When, no, no, it's not. It's like, you know, 80 bucks or whatever. So anyways, you know, just another painful um, loss. Yeah, well, and he he found, I mean, it's it's hard to found, or to start one legendary band. It's even harder to start two. He started three legendary bands, and... He started one with Kendra, who was who was in uh, Dream Syndicate as well as Opal. I mean, and so just the reach of the two of them—it's um, amazing. I mean, it's it's hard to imagine. Um, I mean, you can think of a few off the top of your head. I'm sure you know Nick Cave starting the birthday party and then the Bad Seeds, but it's it's pretty rare to have you know a single artist start three fantastic bands three amazing yeah i mean bands. like mazzy star of course was like you know what i imagine he made a living off of sure and hope sandoval you know you know he he provided you know her with like an amazing platform for a beautiful singing voice too you know like sure yeah. you know he's responsible for the music so ah oh, goodness me yeah all right well let's um Let's keep it going. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Nigeria in in the seventies, um, and this is a guy William Onyabor. I think that's how you say his name. Um, he he actually passed away about three years ago, uh, January two thousand seventeen, uh, and this is from an album he released in nineteen seventy nine. Uh, I'm gonna play a song called "The Fantastic Man" or "Fantastic Man." I don't know if you're familiar with his stuff. Um, no, never heard of him. Yeah, he 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 released a bunch of records on his own Will Films record label uh, in the seventies and eighties, and then Luaka Bop, the the David Byrne label, uh, reissued a whole bunch of his stuff. I think pretty much all of the records that he put out um, in the seventies and eighties. So, uh, really, really good stuff. Kind of funk disco. Uh, this would be a fun one, I think, to bring to a DJ set. Um, so I hope you like it. William oh, Mon- thank you very much for the tip. William Onyabor, fantastic man. Always looking for new spin. Like. 
That's a fun one, huh? Oh, it's delightfully wacky. <laughs> All of his yeah. stuff is great. You should, you should. Late seventies, late seventies. That L- late, William that Anya, was William, William Anya, not boring. Anya, Anya Bor, O N Y E A B O R. William Anya Bor. Yeah, uh, man. that was nineteen seventy nine, right there. Uh, his first album came out, I believe, in seventy seven, and so that was from his third album. And he made is that kind of like indicative of like his sound, like on yeah. the album sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fun. So it's all like kind of like it's like kind of like wacky, but like still like kind of chill out room funk. Like, yeah, it's not like exactly. Yeah, you yeah. can sit on a couch, like, yep. and like watch the people that know how to dance dance to that. Yeah, it's like yeah. danceable, but not too frantic, and um, yeah, just kind of light and fun. Good stuff. Sounds, Check him out. Sound delightful. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Um, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. I'll go to 1990. Uh, Silk Breeze Records. Tom Lax. We've talked about him on yes. the shows before. Yes. And uh, this is a band. Um, I bought their 7-inch in 1990, and I thought, like, they're going to be, like, formidable. Right. Yeah. And then subsequently, they only, they're from Philly, Monkey 101, uh-huh. and they only they only made one of their seven inch. It's more like a, a seven inch EP. And I have, I have uh, both of them, and like the, the, their songs are so great, they always left me wanting more. But this is my favorite song of theirs. It's a song called French Feelings by Monkey 101. Catchy little punk rock song there. Yeah, what I was thinking, like, you know, like that was a band like um kind of like Thomas Jefferson's Slave Apartments and like Strapping Field Hands and like you know, very much like, you know, in the vein of Guided by Voices. Mm-hmm. And I was like they're a band that like existed briefly as far as I know and like always left me wanting more. Yeah, two looks like they had two seven inches. It's funny, s- s- record collectors are fickle, right? I mean, so I'm looking I'm looking up that record on Discogs. Uh, it came out in 1990, as you said. It was an edition of 500 copies, okay? So you think about 7 inches that came out in 1990 in editions of 500. They often go for $40, $50. You can get that one mint for $4 from Discogs um, right now. And, you know... That's I mean, a sick deal. Grab one. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's like these these bands that... Some of them, for whatever to me, it's reason, it's like one of the best songs of its kind. Yeah. from that era. No, that was that was good. They're they're a band that that I 
I just missed. You know, I, I, I had the compilation that that comes from, which is um, called Tarred and Furthered, um, but I haven't played it in years, and uh, I kind of forgot about them. So thanks for the reminder. And uh, well, Monkey One Hundred One rocked, and I never got to see him see him live. And like, there is no YouTube footage, but like, sure, man, like uh, that was probably pretty pretty good live i would imagine yeah they'd have blown pavement off the stage <laughs> back then for sure so well cool well thank you uh i guess i'll i'll dive into the the other handful of songs oh, there are six songs yeah. yeah um but uh but that was good i appreciate it um sure i i i'm gonna i'm gonna bring the mood down a little bit kind of i'm bringing some dance tunes tonight i don't know if you've noticed um what? You know, but we were talking I've before never, the show. I've never really known you as a dance machine. Like since I've met you, like I've never seen you really dance. Well, we've we've only kind of met officially once, right? You know, and but and, we actually had opportunities to dance. With that's you know. true. That's true. We didn't dance. Nobody was playing Nigerian funk. No one was playing Nigerian funk. No one was playing ESG. And you know, we've done 103 episodes before this one, and um, we were talking before the show. I, I it's surprising somehow, somehow we skipped like the greatest live band of all time somehow we skipped <laughs> e- playing esg um yeah. who you've seen live i've never had once the just once yeah um in new york yeah they you, were, you talk about legendary I, I actually didn't know a thing about them and they were quite amazing you talk about <laughs> legendary um they're they're a legendary band and you know i mean i think that uh they're known in some circles, um, but in a lot of ways they're not. You know, I mean, and look, this was what, how you know all women, um, you know, the black women in the early '80s in New York playing what I don't know, like disco funk. No way. Doing their own thing. Doing their own thing. Like, what do you even call it? I don't know. Um, But, of course, you know, I mean, their influence is huge. And I think they're probably best known for Moody, which has been sampled a bunch of times by a bunch of different artists. Um, But I'm going to play something different. I'm going to play. Well, I'll tell you this much. Like, I literally 45 minutes ago, there was some commercial that played. And like I'd have to like go back and see what it was. I didn't reference it at all. It's funny you should mention ESG because I DJ'd um, night before last in Omaha. Yeah, and I always bring my ESG record, and I played an ESG song. And like "Erase You" is like a tremendous song. I know we're not gonna not gonna play that one, but like I swear to God, I heard "Erase You," not the singing parts, but like the drum bits. Yeah. on a on some major commercial. And this, you know, to me, like, you know, this is like badass women, women from the Bronx. Right. Well, I mean, so UFO, a, UFO is one of the most sampled songs. UFO, in yeah, yeah, that's that's what I think. Moody, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I was gonna play "My Love for You." I think this has been in commercials too. I don't know. I mean, I've I've I saw like I saw an ESG song in some sort of I don't know, like makeup commercial. Um, which is just weird to me, but a uh, bunch of sisters in this band. Yeah, I believe the, uh, yeah, the Scroggin sisters. Great, yeah. great band. Um, hopefully, hopefully they're hopefully they're making bank off of like their contributions to the advertising industry. I I, I sure I hope mean, so because they deserve it. Um, yeah, fantastic band. I'll play this one. We could play Erase You if we have time. Why not? But let's start with My Love for You. Yeah. Yes, G.
so you saw them live. When was that, and what was that like? That was um, at, at a little club, the, that weird little hippie bar that was underneath the um, Lincoln Tunnel. They used to have a lot of like Grateful Dead tribute bands. I can't remember the name of it. Hmm. And like I didn't know a thing about them, and my friend um, Vicky Wheeler said, "You got to go see this band." I was like, "Sure," you know. And I was driving a bus in New York City at the time, and and like they just like I didn't know a thing about them. It's one of those magical things. You walk in, there's like a hundred people there, and like they start playing, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> wow. You know, like whoa. What year know? was that? I'm gonna say it was probably like um, it was lucky. It was like it was kind of a rare show. Like, I don't think they played out that often, but like I would say it was probably like 91 or 92, 91, wow. 92, huh. somewhere in there. Amazing. And I'd have to look up the name of the club. It was it was a club that like did business, but like mostly for like, you know, jam bandy type stuff. Like, sure. you know, it's actually pre jam band. Like they just had like a lot of Grateful Dead tribute bands. So it was like weird. They were having like a funk thing, you know. Huh. <laughs> wow. It's kind of like That's New Horizons awesome. Cafe in Richmond, which is like kind of all reggae and jam bands. But I saw Squirrel Bait there. You know? <laughs> I mean, like, so you never know. You, know? you never know what you're going to get. Should we play another? You, you mentioned Erase You. Yeah, you want to play that one? Erase You. Erase You's amazing. All right, Erase You. Here you go. Congas and drums.
they're just a band with a great vibe. You know, they they don't overfill the space. They live. No, not at all. Well, there's like the drummers banging away. Yeah. Like yeah. low fills, like yeah. but it's like uh it's kind of like a message to like everyone listening, like if there's somebody who's annoying you, then flush them down your toilet. <laughs> Erase you. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Uh, so I'm not gonna flush you down my toilet. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you wouldn't fit in, despite <laughs> the fact that you're a thin man. But like, uh, anyways, let's go. Let's get sort of current because this is a band that's working on their new album. I believe it's going to be their fifth or sixth. A band from Detroit. Yeah, some punk rock. Yeah, started in 2008. Kind of reminded me. I saw them live at Vaudeville Muse here in Des Moines a couple of years ago, and. Um, I believe this off their, I don't have it in front of me. I think they're like 2013 or 2014 record on Hardly Arts. It's a, it's one of their most famous songs, a band called Proto Martyr. And like a lot of charisma, like a very charismatic lead singer. And the song's called Maidenhead. song 
Yeah, they 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 take you back. Yeah, you know, they take you back to like um, English vibes and also kind Perubu. Yeah, like for a, sure. Kind of post punk live. I would imagine you you've seen them live, right? You, Just the you ones. And yeah. I thought they were very good, and uh, I mean, I think they're like a bit of a critics' fave band, which I have no problems with, of course. And um, I think they uh, Joe Casey on the on the vocals, brilliant guitar in that as well i don't know for who provides sure. that but uh great great live band so when they come through portland go see them mike uh, i will i will i like that you're playing current stuff i'm gonna play some current nice. stuff too yeah. um are you now yeah i am i'm gonna play a band that just put out a new album and is currently on tour and they're actually playing here on wednesday and i may go um they're a band called habibi uh they're based in new york i've heard of them i've heard of them yeah. have you yeah yeah um, i haven't heard them but i've heard of them so uh, I think the lead singer. You're gonna go. You're gonna go. I, tentatively planning on it. Kind of hopeful. What's What's the Portland venue they're playing on Wednesday? They're playing at a place called Mississippi Studios, which is actually a really good place to see a, a show. Um, good sound. Yeah. Good. Good. Good vibe. Uh, good venue. Um, but this is this is a band. I think four or five women, um, all from New York. Uh, the lead singer is uh, of Iranian descent, and uh, that's where the name comes from. Comes from Habibi is Arabic for uh, beloved or my love, um, and they just put out a new album. It's quite good. I'm going to play a song from it. It's uh, the last song on the album. It's called "Come, My Habibi." Uh, I think you'll like it. It's uh, kind of a fun one. Come, my baby, come to me. 
what's a BB? Well, listen, if a BB came to my town, <laughs> I would definitely, definitely <laughs> go see that. You want to hear another one? It's like, I can play one more. I don't know if you want to play one, but like, uh, I'll, I'll play one I more. Mean, like, that's like, uh, <clears throat> you got to go see that live because, like, if they're anywhere near that good live, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. I'll, I'll play one more. It's short, it's, it's only about two and a half minutes. Uh, this one's from the same album called In the City. Um, they're, they, yeah, I, I would imagine they do a really good live show. So I think, yeah, sounds like a band that would be like, you know, very good live. Yeah. So he, here you go. If they, if they come through Des Moines, be sure you go see them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, in the city. Underline if. Habibi from their new album called uh, Anywhere But Here. See, there's a lot of great bands out there, like um, like Priests. They're a great band. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I saw them live. They're really good. And um, Post Pink, who I uh, put out their EP on Burger's Tip. I think it's, it's their latest, their last release. Yeah. It's been about a year or so. Great record. And um, Pranorama, like great band. And um, but like, I like to see all those bands together. You know, like. <laughs> Who knows? Like, Make it happen, Bob. Come on. Who knows? Like, they're cool. Go see them. I will. I think I will. Yeah. Tell me what you think about them live. You know, because we'll do a show on Wednesday, whether you go or not. And we'll just, well, you know, tell if, me what you think of BB Alive. If I go, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be probably back by, geez, 11, maybe 12 That'll by work. time, which is which is like 2 in the morning your time, man. So No, it's not. I'm a late nighter, bro. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll yeah. play it by ear. That's the way it goes. Yeah. So anyways, like, uh, we had another tribute to a very sad death. We lost another legend recently. Ah, it's one of the, well, one of my all-time punk rock heroes. Like, yeah, for sure. St- and, you know, one of my favorite guitar players of all time. Like, uh, it's probably the best album I've ever heard, to be honest with you. Entertainment by Gang of Four, 1979, Andy Gill. Um, as far as, like, uh, music goes from outside my town, I was living in Richmond, Virginia at the time, like, kind of changed my entire 
opinion of music going for like sure. uh you know when i was a, a little kid like you know back then it was like you know first there was like you know bands like the police and u2 when i was like in middle school and then like rem and then I remember hearing Gang of Four Entertainment when I was 14 years old with my late friend, Norty Horde, and Andy Gill, John King, Hugo Burnham, like, they were like gods to us, like, so to like lose Andy Gill at age 64 from pneumonia Mm. uh, in early February was like, uh, it was a brain blow, and, um, and this is like one of the more unheralded songs off of entertainment, but it's like to me, it like I didn't really know what it was like to be from like Manchester or Leeds or anything. Like, I mean, like you know, simultaneously, like I would have like discovered the fall after getting a four, but like um, uh, five 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 forty five off entertainment's like a song that will always stick stick with me. You know, so like to played as a tribute to Andy Gill, you know. A legend. Here you go. Gorilla 
war struggle is the new entertainment. Um, yeah, I mean, like Andy Gill, like he he like um, I don't play guitar. Do you, you you play guitar a little bit, right? Not not well, not as well yeah. as Andy Gill. Well, no, of course not. But like he changed, um, you know, in you know late seventies, early eighties, like really how like guitar players play guitar in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, like you think about his influence on like guitar playing, like. I mean, I, I figured, like, if I ever could play guitar, then I want to play like that. You right. Know? And I, I know some, like, really great guitar players, and fortunately, and and um, they're hugely influenced by, by Andy Gill's guitar playing. So, and, uh, and, you know, even, like, uh, when he passed away, like, you know, I got some messages from people that saw him play, like, reunion things in the last few years that said it was amazing, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, yeah, been it's been a sad month. Such a loss. Yeah, we also lost um, Andrew Brogue from Straight Jacket Fits and Bike, legendary New Zealand band. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I think I played Down in Splendor on one of the oh, first yeah. few episodes. Um, which if he never wrote or sang another song, you know, that would be uh, enough because it's probably one of the, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful songs um, to come out of New Zealand, which is saying a lot. And, saying a lot. That's saying a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, we lost him recently too. So, been a rough month, man. Have you heard anything from uh, that, that band that you played um, several episodes ago, The Best? Because, like, I if you, is there new stuff from The Best that you've heard uh, about? There's not. I don't know if there's new stuff, but they're touring. They're touring. They're coming okay, through cool. here in April. Okay, so they're still going. I thought that was a, it's a cool band. I'd love to see they're, someday. They're, they're coming through in April. I don't know if they're playing Des Moines. I could look it up. Oh, um, come on now. Stop bragging about, like, you know, everything uh, goes through Portland. Well, you know. come visit. Yeah. You know, Come visit. Okay, Mid- I will. I'll middle be of back. it. I'll be back. So, so I'll be back. In fact, I'll, actually, I, I'll be there on May sixteenth. Okay. Yeah. I'll well, I'll be there for a week. I'll be there for a week on May sixteenth. So, so. L- let's talk here. So, April 9th, April eighth and 9th, In fact, um, M. Du Mokhtar is playing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go see him the same week at, at Mission Creek Festival in Iowa City. Okay. Great. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, amazing live. Yeah. So that, then a week later, April 16th, the Beths are playing. Whoa, where's that? Uh, the Doug Fur in Portland. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you like Doug Fur? Doug Fur is, it's a good spot. Okay. Good. I, I was last like- time I was there was probably, I want to say February of 2013. Um, and I saw the X. Amazing oh, yeah. show. That? Oh, great. amazing. One, cool. of the, yeah. one of the best live shows I've ever seen. I've seen The X a few times. Always great. Yeah, I imagine so. They're a well-oiled machine. Incredible, incredible live band. Um, and I don't think they're touring, but if they, they're the kind of band that anytime they play, I go out of my way to make sure I see them. Fair enough. Incredible. Anyways, like uh, we'd like to thank the Doug Fur Lounge for... <laughs> <laughs> for whatevs yeah, yeah. It, it, i'm looking at the best tour it doesn't look like they're coming really anywhere near iowa uh yeah sadly that's okay that's where it goes they're going to nashville they're going to new orleans they're going to a few shows in texas dallas houston austin phoenix uh yeah nowhere near that's where it goes, you know. They're so going to what, Chicago. In the show for us. You could, you could, we could road trip to Chicago. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I'm on the move a lot. Yeah, so that's nice, yeah. nice to be you sitting just, on my back You were just porch. in Omaha, no, I right? I can't leave Mister Ghost, you know, and, and you know. You were in San Francisco with Lance Bangs. You were yeah, in... we had a good time. We had a really good time. That's great. And um, we did. They screened um, Slow Century. It was kind of funny. Um. They started it by showing the wrong disc. Like they showed like the videos and like, and I realized that like, I hadn't seen the documentary in like 15 years and it was the 20th anniversary of it. It was the first time they put it on a large screen. And I was like, I don't, I thought there was more like documentary to this. And like it, they should, there's a second disc that's like our 
terrible MTV videos <laughs> and then like some live show. And like Lance, like 12 minutes into it, I'm like, because I wasn't going to do anything. Lance is like, wrong disc, wrong disc. <laughs> and then like, so then they put on the documentary bit, which is like 85 minutes long or something. And then Lance and I were supposed to do a Q&A afterwards. So like, I got up there to do the Q&A and I was looking forward to answering, you know, I didn't know I had limited time because like the thing was delayed by like, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. <laughs> had the wrong disc. <laughs> with the wrong disc. And so like, I answered two questions and then they, um, they said like, you know, everybody has to get out because they're going to show a video compilation of the best videos about cats from YouTube. Of course. Okay, so like, there's people waiting outside for that. So like preempted by I cat a, videos. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So like I had a mic and I was like, anybody who wants to ask me questions, I'll be standing outside because I had a flight at midnight. <laughs> and at that point it was like 10 o'clock. So like I sit outside for like, you know, half an hour and met some really nice people. Um, uh, I met a great band uh, uh, called C night and, um, but whatever, you know, like it's one of those things like, it was a good time, and like, it was great to be in San Francisco. I saw my horse Red Livy, and she's a she's just such a delight. So, the experience was worthwhile. So that's great. But uh, that's great. I, so there there was not as much Q and A as I was ready before. I so, I I, like I will admit I haven't I've not seen Slow Century. Um, well, you're not missing much. It's like you know you know the stories. I do. I do. Um, yeah, you'd you'd get a kick out of it. Like I'm that. sure I would. Uh, Thurston Moore's comments are really, really particularly funny. Uh, uh, There's like at least 20 times you'd laugh during it. I'm sure. Um, but, you, you know, I'll have to say as far as your videos go, my favorite pavement video moment has to be the Beavis and Butthead one. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that <laughs> it's one's just like hands good. down. Yeah. Hands down. Well, I thought Rain Life was pretty good, but, you know, <laughs> who knows? I remember like Stereo, the video for Stereo, we refused to spend money on videos <laughs> and because um, like what a waste of time and the um the one for um cut your hair um my dear friend maurice menares who lives in portland um he saw the video and he's our our merch guy and he's like easily the worst video of all time <laughs> easily like it was like high art it was so bad and that's how the thing started off i was like why are we watching the cut your hair video? It's so embarrassing. But anyways, it's, <laughs> it's, it was very payment-y. Like, to get it all wrong was very payment-y. Yeah. That's so great. All right. Well, thanks, Bob. I'd like, thank, like to thank my friend Mike for putting it on. So, <laughs> so anyways, that's the show. Yeah. Good, ta- right, good show. talking. Yeah, see, good show. We'll do yeah, it again soon. Go see Habibi on Wednesday, and I'll talk to you after that. All right. I love it. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, we'll be everyone. back for 105. Yeah. All right. Take care. Thanks, Mike. Bye, Bob.